What's up, everybody? Jason Doctor here, back with another podcast. I want to uh, jump right into this. I don't have a lot of time this morning, but I I, I just listened to another podcast uh, that had a, uh, a doctor on. I've actually never heard of him, but he was a, a longevity doctor. Uh, listened through the podcast, and at the end of the podcast, I sat there <clears throat> dumbfounded, and it, it just reinforced to me why you have to do your own research, why you must listen to multiple sources and why you must take from that what you almost have to take out pieces to see what's correct. Let me explain that a little more. My, my job through experience in practice and life and everything else is to try to give you the best of what I know and what I've seen and, and what I um, have experienced throughout the time that I've done this stuff. And when I hear other people talk about things that they're doing and experiments and other things, and it completely contradicts what I have learned, it again, it doesn't mean that I'm 100% correct. I mean, I only know what I know from doing it myself. I don't just preach it. I don't do clinical studies. I don't work on mice and other things. I do it because I've done it in my life and I've done it with, in practice, I've seen it with kids. I've seen when we've done nutritional things with children, you know, straight in my practice by doing things with parents and kids. Um, And that's the information I give to you. But this, listening to this podcast, and it was from a a reliable, I mean, like somebody I listen to all the time and, and a thousand percent don't think anything he says is something where I'm like, huh, like that doesn't sound like I am fully trusted in everything this guy says, but the guest that he had on listening to him, I was like, Jesus, uh, I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure where he came from and how it became in the podcast. But I was like, I really don't think this information that he was giving was going to be beneficial for anyone. And I also don't think, uh, I thought it may even be harmful in, in many cases. Um, and I'll explain a little bit more. Uh, he basically was, a this guy was a longevity doctor. I don't want to get into names and I don't want to get into, you know, too much information. I mean, everybody just should do their own research and listen to who they think, you know, vibes with them. But, you know, he was giving a lot of these theories and a lot of it was based on study. You know, it's a lot of what, what you do with mice. This is what we've seen in mice. This is what we've seen with, but you know, a lot of times clinical studies are just, they're one-sided saying like, this will make your life. You live longer. doesn't say, well, okay, well, does it make my life longer? But does it also make my life better? Like, do I want to live longer, but you know, be in a bed staring up at a ceiling because I can't move and my pain and my brain is gone. No. So if it's going to make my life longer, don't I also want to have a better life? That's number one. Number two is it's, he gave this thing about, well, you know, this is how you should eat. But if you don't want to eat that way and you just want to have a typical Western diet, which is, you know, full of all processed foods and carbs and everything else, that if you fast, do this fast once a month, that it reverses a lot of those negative effects. And then if you get good at that, you can even push it out to two to three months. And he says, you know, that includes things like smoking and drink. I mean, I, my, my common sense alarm 
went off immediately. Said, this doesn't sound right. Saying, you know, like, well, if you don't really want to eat the, the way you should eat, then continue eating the way you are. But once a month or so, do this fast and it'll help reverse a lot of that. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense at all. I mean, living a long, productive, happy, fruitful life has many parameters. This is why I focus a lot on quality of what you're eating and what, and, and what you're eating too. A lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't have red meat. You need to have vegetables and, and beans and nuts. And I don't agree. I don't necessarily disagree with having more vegetables and nuts and stuff like that. I don't agree with the meat. I think people definitely overdo red meat, but I also think people also overeat um, processed meat and overcooked meat, which is never good. But, you know, for somebody like me, like a good solid piece of red meat that's minimally cooked makes me feel better. Like I notice the difference and I can feel it when I'm tired, my eyes are tired, that if I have some good solid organic red meat, rare, I feel better. Now, I don't eat 30 ounces of meat. I eat a little bit. And that makes me feel better. And I don't, I think it's important because I, to me, that means that I'm missing something that's coming in from the meat. Now, I don't eat a lot of meat. I don't eat a lot of fish. I barely eat any fish, actually, except in sushi occasionally. Um, but even that, right? Like, try to stay away from tuna because I know that bigger fish are going to absorb more toxins in the course of their life. So I try to stay away from things like tuna. Like there's so many aspects to eating, but just to say, I, it told, like I was listening to her and I was thinking, okay, like some of this stuff makes sense. Like, you know, saying like in our, in our ancestry, you know, what did, what did, um, humans do, right? Humans, I, I thought about it almost like bears. Humans try to eat when they could, as much as they could, what was available. Because when winter came, you didn't know if you were going to eat or how much you were going to be able to eat. So you needed to thrive off of fat supply. And that's kind of like, think about like what a bear does, right? A bear tries to get fat and eat as much as he can because then they go into this uh, hibernation and they need to have that fat store in order to keep them alive until spring. Now, obviously, we don't do that as humans, but it's true back long ago, you know, food wasn't as prevalent as it was. You had to go look for it and hunt for it and you ate what you could. Now, you know, as we got more evolved and then there was refrigeration and freezers, we were able to store food longer. So it wasn't necessarily you had to eat it right when you got it. But people started to eat more frequently and less when you were just hungry. But to me, if you talk about longevity, I think you need to talk about a few things. It's, it's not about living longer. I mean, we obviously want to live longer. But it's also about quality of life. Like, do you want your kids to live to 105, but for 20 to 25 of those years be bound to a, a wheelchair or 
or you have to be in bed most of the day or not be able to carry on a conversation, but they live into their hundreds. Right? That doesn't make sense, right? So that's to me where quality of food comes in, eating things organic, not absorbing pesticides and chemicals. You know, I see many, many adults my age, younger, who are just a mess. I mean, you know, like every day it's medications and going to doctors and, you know, then eating for pleasure, even though that food makes them worse. And I look at them and I'm like, God, you like, you're like this now. Like, think about as you get older, like, how are you going to be? Like, this isn't going to get better. And you can't tell me that, well, if you just let them fast once a month, they'll reverse all this. Like, it'll reverse some of it temporarily, but not enough to reverse it, like, where you're like, oh, I, I'm bad, now I'm better. Oh, I'm bad, now I'm better. Like, it doesn't work that way. Then you have, you know, the, you also have the differences between people. Like, there is a genetic component between people. I mean, why did a guy like, I, I always, George Burns, George Burns, for some reason, I always, I had a block in my mind about what this guy's name were, was, and you may not even know him, depending on your age, but George Burns was this little guy, this actor, comedian, great, great guy, lived into his 90s, he was at least 90, and he smoked cigars. He was always had a cigar in his mouth. You know, like, how was that? You have, there was an interview, I remember last year, with a woman who was in, she was turning 100, and the, uh, uh, Dr. Pepper, a company, which was, is, is now Keurig Dr. Pepper, I believe, was giving her, for her 100th birthday, they were giving her 100 cases of Dr. Pepper. Why? Because she said she drank Dr. Pepper every day. She drank something with tons of sugar and all kinds of other bad chemicals in it every day, but she lived to 100. So <clears throat> it's not cut and dry. Some of us were given a better lot when it comes to genetics. Some of us were not. Now, how do you know? It's not so easy. To me, I'm going to assume I was just given the worst lot and I need to work hard at making it better because there's also this notion of neuroplasticity, which means that you may have been given a bad lot, but each lot has a switch and you determine whether the switch goes on and you get cancer or heart disease or diabetes or whether that gene switch stays off and it may still be there and it may still be easy for you to get, but as long as you keep it off, you don't get it. And that's through lifestyle. So anyway, the premise of this whole thing is you have to, I mean, listen, 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 do your own research. Don't even, don't trust anybody. Don't even trust me. Uh, I'm just giving you my information. I'm just giving you, trying to give you common sense approaches to what I've seen work, but my gosh, everybody has an expert. Everybody has somebody they're going to put on or you're going to listen to that says, this is what we see. This is what we think is right. This is what you should do. And for someone like me listening to it, and again, I, I can say, well, I'm jaded because I, I think one way, I don't think it's being jaded. I think this is, I have taken a common sense approach. I have done it myself. I, whatever I tell people I do with my own family. So obviously I'm, I'm going to do what I, the best I can for my own kids. And if I see something's wrong, and again, for example, like back in the day when soy came out, I used to think, oh great, soy is a great replacement. 
it's a plant product good to give kids and i used to give my kids when they were younger i gave them they made things like soy crisps and soy milk because i was trying to you know find alternatives for dairy you know then come to find out that most of the soy we're getting here in the u.s is is uh not organic and it's pumped full of chemicals and then that it also has a, a phytoestrogenic effect on on humans meaning it pumps up the what the effects of what estrogen would have and that causes other issues and then i stopped you know, so it's not always cut and dry either. Like you learn as you go. And sometimes you, it's not a mistake that you make, but you're doing the best from the information that you have. But sometimes that information changes and you change, which is how it should be. So you have to do your research. I mean, listen, we do our best, right? Parenting is hard to begin with. We do our best. We're always going to have to try and do our best. You can't just go along with the first thing that you hear or stick with the same thing that you do all the time because things change. They just do. You have to do your research. So that was my little rant for this morning. Um, I, it just got me so riled up to think about giving this information to so many people. And then, you know, in, in people's minds thinking, oh, great. Like, well, if I can just eat what I'm eating and then once a month I'll skip, you know, eating for the day. Hell, I can do that. Like, I don't have to change anything. That's just not right. It's not. Anyway, I'm going to let it go. I'm where I need it to be. Um, quick little rant. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you share. Any questions, please get me at drj1k at gmail.com or at my cell 631-617-4375. Text me anytime. This is Jace the Doctor. Till next time, I'm out.